0: Welcome to the Cisco Unified Communications podcast series for government. I'm your host, Brent Burns. On today's podcast, we're joined by Russ Plain. Russ joins us over the phone for a discussion on how collaboration tools enable government agencies to share information and become more efficient in their operations. Collaboration, I hear the term tossed around quite a bit. If I were to ask you to put your definition around it, what would it be? A lot of people think collaboration is just passing documents from one person to another. In Cisco, we talk about collaboration from a real-time sense. I mean, multiple people in multiple locations with multiple technologies all talking and looking at the same type of information. And this could be done through a variety of mediums, chat, web collaboration, video collaboration, and voice collaboration. That's what we mean at Cisco by collaboration. All these applications that you just referenced, they're available today. In fact, in our world, collaboration has multiple dimensions, audio, video, and data collaboration. We have a variety of products that address that. For example, let's say we had a customer that had classified needs. Uh, In that case, they would choose Meeting Place, which is an on-net solution for voice data and video. Meeting Place uh, can be put on a totally secure network or uh, AES encrypted network. But the most important element of Meeting Place is that it can have data, voice and video all in the same meeting at the same time and you know exactly what media the person who came to the meeting came in. You can have uh, up to 240 video endpoints in one meeting place video meeting. On the data side, we're talking about sharing desktops, sharing applications, sharing information between people and actually having people share multiple applications with each other simultaneously. Users can uh, come into the collaboration session with a variety of different personal computer types, mobile phones, different desk phones, whatever those happen to be. Is a safe assumption to say they could do that via any location? Right. So one of the powers of Meeting Place is it's server-based, and it means that anywhere you have connection, you have the ability to join a Meeting Place meeting, which means that, let's say you're in a hotel room, you could have voice, data, and video uh, through your connection in the hotel room. Let's say that you're driving, you could actually come on by a cell phone while you're driving and uh, assuming that you're using your headset so you don't get a ticket. If you're in a conference room uh, and it's not your corporate location, you could literally do an ISDN or IP dial-in to the video conference uh, from that conference room. What happens when people have to collaborate across networks? We also have WebEx, which is a hosted solution. But let's say I had two agencies that needed to collaborate with each other and they were on different networks. The hosted model would bridge those two networks together and allow people to share information. The WebEx solution is really powerful because it allows agencies to collaborate in between each other. I know that in the past, scheduling an audio or video conference has presented a challenge. How's Cisco improving that piece? For both Meeting Place and WebEx, we have integration with the Microsoft Calendaring Product Exchange, as well as Lotus from IBM. It allows you to set up meetings directly in your calendar. So instead of having to go to another interface, you can go to your calendar, click on the tab, and then in that tab, set up the meeting. The important factor is that the invitation for that will come out of your calendaring system, and people can respond. If they have a Exchange or a Lotus calendar, what it will do is it will populate their calendar with the meeting place information, so they can just go to their calendar at the time the meeting starts. But they do not have to have uh, Exchange or Lotus, they just have to have an email address and then they will get all of the information put into their email. The real powerful feature here is that if you have to move the meeting, you literally drag and drop it on your calendaring system and all of the corresponding resources go along with the movement of the appointment as well as sending an updated notification to all of the meeting attendees calendar so it's time for a meeting to to initiate um, then what do I just call into the number right one of the really powerful elements of both meeting place and WebEx is that you can do what's called click to attend this means that in your invitation or email you will have a link that will carry you to the web server page that allows you to begin your meeting In addition to that, once you join that meeting, you can have it call your phone or dial your video endpoint and bring voice and video into the meeting just by clicking a couple of buttons on your PC or or your Macintosh or your Unix workstation. And if I'm uh, audio only with a mobile phone, then I just call into a number like I'm used to. Right. How are these collaboration tools being used today to assist in the federal mission? Collaboration in general is used in a variety of environments in federal. We span the entire government and we're used by each agency uh, in a very different way. It turns out that agencies are like companies. They have their own corporate culture. But let's say we had a civilian agency that had people spread out across the entire country. Those people were not trained deep in technical uh, characteristics. They really only know how to operate a PC and a phone. Meeting Place and WebEx are designed to basically be non-training required systems. We had one customer with 90 locations. Every location that was in that meeting did not require any training, and they all successfully joined the meeting. Uh, In other agencies, we have a need for what's called emergency notification. Meeting Place, you not only can go to a meeting, but the meeting can come to you. And what it will do is look for you at your home, your cell, and your office phone until it finds you, and then it immediately puts you inside of the meeting. Where else is Meeting Place being used? Meeting Place has been actually used for over eight years in a variety of agencies. It has also been used on unclassified, classified, and highly classified networks. It is being used on a global basis on both open and, and secure environments. The Meeting Place has been adopted very extensively by the, the DOD, and uh, it is actually being used by the warfighters uh, as we speak. In addition to that, Meeting Place was joint interoperability test command certified by people at Fort Huachuca. Russ, one of the areas that we've discussed on other installments of our podcast series on Unified Communications in Federal is the ability for customers to make a easy migration or simple upgrade path to deploy new Unified Communications solutions. How do you handle the implementation and upgrade process? Meeting Place and WebEx are both designed to work with all of the assets in the current environment of all of our customers. This means that they don't have to migrate to any voice over IP or unified communication technologies. For example, if they had a TDM phone system, they could use those phones. And every PC that I'm aware of has a browser on that and that would allow them to use their PCs and their existing phones. The video camera integration uh, simply requires a standards-based video camera. They can use all of their assets as they exist. Well, I'm sure that's good news to a lot of folks out there. Russ Plain, thank you so much for taking the time today to fill us in on collaboration and how Cisco is making it all possible. Thanks. Thank you for joining us on the Cisco Unified Communications Podcast Series for Government.